I'm Stacy. I'm Jenny. And this is Learning for Life, a homeschool podcast. We are two homeschoolers who use different methods, curriculum, and strategies to make it all work. Our goal is to help parents teach kids how to develop a lifelong love of learning. Welcome back to the Learning for Life podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us. Right, Stacy. everybody. Yeah. So today we're just going to start diving right into what we're talking about because we're very, very excited. We are talking about our homeschool schedules and planners. And we even have a special guest, Rochelle Tinarello of at Planner State of Mind on Instagram. She will be on later to talk to us all about planners because she is just such a wealth of knowledge as far as staying organized and planning out your entire week goes so i'm really excited about that Sorry. i sounded like a radio dj i sounded like because they oh make gosh, things it, like fit in a certain time you know what i mean yeah but it's so funny when you like start because you're like talking to me and then you're like all right welcome back everybody and yeah. it's like, a totally different like thing and i'm like oh i gotta get my my podcast it's, voice it's on. a teacher voice just use a teacher voice you know that sit you know down th- <laughs> <laughs> gosh you blew up my eardrums all right, so we're going to start with you, Stacy. What does your typical, and I know that's a hard question to answer, but what's your typical homeschool schedule kind of look like? Yes, this is a very hard question because typical looks like so many different things. Um, I guess my best response when people ask me a question like this is what I aim for. Like what what do I hope my typical day looks like? Because things, you know, depending on extracurriculars or Um, just extra things we're doing or even my husband and mine's work schedule, things can change. And that's kind of why we chose this lifestyle because it's very flexible. But all of that aside, I aim to homeschool in the morning for about three hours um, approximately. And that's like my teaching time. Um, My kids aren't necessarily like schooling that whole time because sometimes they have little breaks or things like that. But um, while one's on a break, I might be working with another one. So I'm mostly doing it for about three hours, but my kids may be, you know, in and out depending on who I'm working with at the time. I like to homeschool in the morning because it, it allows me to work in my work schedule. So I'm fortunate enough to have a very flexible work schedule flexible in the sense that I can kind of make it work for me. So because I've decided to homeschool in the morning, because that's when my kiddos work best, um, I've been able to arrange most of my work meetings to the afternoon time. So that's why I like to homeschool in the morning. Jenny, when do you get your homeschool schedule going? I usually do it also in the mornings. I think that's the typical default for people when they do homeschool there's something about the mornings I I swear there's like some studies that say like your brain works better in the mornings you know more about this stuff Stacy, because uh you've read the miracle <laughs> what is it miracle day miracle morning I think it's Hal Elrod yeah the morning is amazing if you can make it work because I'm still in the process everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah Stacy Stacy sometimes will be up at 5 a.m I wake up very early for work and Stacy will sometimes be up early too and I'm like oh you're doing miracle morning <laughs> So, yep, exactly. So it's kind of like what our kids do, my kids do too, except I, I mean, not that early. So since I work so early, 
I'm also off early. I also take my lunch early. So it's not at typical lunch time. It's more like people's typical breakfast time. So the kind of routine that I'm trying to get into is I work in the morning before people are up. People wake up. They go make their own breakfast if I'm lucky. And then we just <laughs> go straight into chores and homeschool right after that. I'm trying really hard to like get them really going with this routine so that it, I don't have to be reminding them. And then I also wanted to mention, I do take advantage of weekends, which is kind of, I wouldn't say it's controversial, especially not in the homeschool community, but as someone who works Monday through Friday, it's really it's it's a time that I use to catch up on anything that maybe we lagged behind on, whether it's piano lessons because they have to do their practicing and they also have a workbook, uh, whether it's something like history. We usually do history together as a family on the weekends. So I do love to take that time. So but essentially, no matter what day of the week it is, we always do it in the morning for about one to two hours. So Stacy, do you use planners at all in your life or in your homeschool? Okay, so in my life, yes, especially my work life. Um, since my job is very virtual, especially right now, it's everything. I'm very uh, Google-fied is what a term I can use. <laughs> I have the Google Calendar, Google Mail, Google uh, Tasks, Google um, everything else that is Google. Um, our, my company runs off of a lot of Google. And so, yeah, so I, I've come to love the Google calendar. And so that's what I use for my work. Um, and how I even, how you and I schedule things for this podcast and our YouTube channel mm -hmm. is using Google. We just have a shared Google calendar. I love it because I can see it on my phone and on my computer. One thing I used to not use it as much until I started using the Google Calendar on my computer because it's much more user-friendly and I can type things out faster. So I used to try to use it on my phone, but it took me forever to like type things in and make the appointments exactly where I wanted them. But on the computer, it's a lot easier to drag and drop everything. So if you ha like the idea of a virtual planner and you want to try Google Planners, um, I highly recommend it. You can use it even on an Apple um, device because I do have Apple devices, but I just Google allows you to do colors, which I love having colors on my planner sorted by um, like activity. So I have a certain color for work. I have a certain color for family and I have a certain color for homeschooling on my calendar, my Google calendar for work. I have just like a three hour block in the morning and I just put it there and I say this is homeschool time just as kind of a daily reminder for me to try not to schedule stuff there. I mean, with my job, sometimes I can, sometimes I can't get away with not having anything there. But it is, it helps me remember, hey, this is when you're supposed to, you know, be teaching your kids, try not to over plan um, and make sure to make time for them. As far as homeschooling goes, I do use more of a paper planner. Um, Actually, no, I don't. I use a weekly checklist that is also a Google sheet. So you're just fully um, virtual. I, I'm very virtual, I guess. I, I used to use a paper planner and now I use, there. I have a YouTube video on it. It's called the weekly checklist. And it's just a checklist for my kids to know, oh, today I have reading, math, history, and music lessons or whatever it might be. And so they can check it off. And yeah, I haven't really gone to my paper planner in a while now. That's super interesting. Um, we just found out in real time that Stacy is part robot. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish it would make everything so much easier. Jenny, what do you, now that we know that I do everything virtually and I even kind of found out myself because I do, there was a, there, and I think this is important for people to know you go through like phases. Right. I used to have a paper planner and be all about the paper planner. Um, but then when the digital calendar became a part of my work life, it was just easier to integrate everything into one space. So that's kind of the main reason. And also, I don't have to remember to forget my planner anywhere because it's on my phone. That's yeah, so that's I can true. always check it there. What do you use for a planner, Jenny? So it's interesting you brought up the whole phase aspect of planning because I'm definitely in a not planning anything type of phase right now. Uh, I've mentioned it before on previous episodes, but I'm, you know, my family is in a huge state of change as far as employment and or our whole schedule. Um, so I'm not really using planners at this point, which is kind of sad. Back when I was just, you know, staying at home with the kids, not working, I, I made the time every night. I sat down and <laughs> I did my planner and I took so much joy out of it. And I miss those days, but it's like, quite honestly, just not what, what I'm, what I have time for at this point. At least I don't think so. So I'm hoping that Rochelle has some special advice for that. I think, I think it'll be really interesting to hear from her because she's a very busy mom and I'm sure she'll have some sort of strategies, but um, yeah, I'm not using anything. When I did use planners, I either used like an academic planner or I especially loved daily planning. Uh, just with my husband's work schedule, how it used to be, I could never really plan too far out because he was just so kind of on call and his schedule was always changing. So I just kind of did a daily planner every day. I just made a list of the things I needed to do the next day, obligations, any bills, anything like that. And then I would make a list of kind of what I wanted the kids to be able to accomplish in that next day as far as homeschool goes. Sometimes I would plan meals on there. It was really nice, but those days have been completely thrown out of whack and um, I need help. (laughs) Well, help is on the way, Jenny. I think this is the perfect time to bring on our special guest, Rochelle Tinarello. We are so lucky to know Rochelle. We've been connected with her on Instagram for a while. Her Instagram is at Planner State of Mind. It's absolutely beautiful, and there's so much planning inspiration on there. It's amazing. Rochelle herself was an electrical engineer, and then she turned into a stay-at-home mom to her two kids, ages seven and three. Rochelle is so special when it comes to planning because she is actually like this super cool planner aficionado. She knows all there is to know about things like planners, papers, and pens. So let's bring her in. Hello, Rochelle. How are you doing? Hi, doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to talk to you. We've been wanting to talk to you for so long because quite frankly, planners are something that Stacy and I have just kind of been struggling with, especially lately. So we can't wait Mm -hmm. to get more information from you. How do you personally use planners these days to your advantage? Okay, so planners are like my brain on paper. And when I say my brain, I think of lists, like all the to do's, the chores, the grocery list, the meals. So you've got all your like bills and just list on list on list. And then when you top that off with like things on the calendars as far as appointments, meetings, events, birthdays and stuff goes. That's a lot for your brain. Right. And so it can get very messy. And so I find it's better having that stuff 
on paper rather than in my head. Because I feel having it all in my head is like mental clutter. And just all that mental clutter is exhausting. So I feel if I at least write it down, then I can forget about it. And when I'm ready to like, you know, get down to my to-do list or when I'm ready to see what's on the calendar, I know what's right there in front of me. Right. I think that is a really good idea because so many of us are struggling with that mental clutter. I, I love that term because that's a perfect way to describe it. So that makes so much sense to me. Uh, I'm sure it makes sense to Stacy and our audience too. So what specifically would you consider your planner strategy? And I say that in quotes because I don't really know the exact terminology, but like, you know, there are daily planners, there are weekly planners, monthly, annual. What kind of do you use? Okay. So just off the bat, I am a weekly planner girl. Okay. That means I like to see like my week at a glance. So like say if you're looking at a book, you've got a spread and in that spread pretty much you'll have your like Monday through Sunday mm-hmm. so you can see it at a glance. Um, that's the kind of planner girl that I am. I like to see like my to do's all within that week. My strategy goes like this. Okay. <laughs> so my days are like thematic. Monday, I like to focus on all of my admin stuff that goes for like bills, any emails or um Let's see what else do I've got going. Um, Like if I need to refill any medications, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And then on Tuesday, I focus on my chores, anything that I have to do around the house. I've got like this cleaning schedule. Then on Wednesday, I do a lot of the stuff that will be outside of the house, like errands, like to the post office, to the library, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then on Thursday, I follow up. And then on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I just like to keep open. So – Think about it this way. So I've got like my thematic days, my themed days. And then when it comes to planning my week, I write write down all the to-dos based on those themes. And then so I have all my to-dos written down. And just because I don't do some of the things like all on Monday, they can fall obviously into other days. But I also have like the monthly view. And that's where I capture all of my appointments, all of my meetings, events. And so at a glance, I'll know my availability. Does that make sense? That's that makes that a lot of sense. That is so <laughs> cool. I have never heard of this like thematic days. Um, I've heard of people like batching things like like with like things like, oh, I'm going to do all my emails at this time. But I've never heard yeah. of anyone separating it out by day, which is really cool because you're like, oh, today's go out of the house day. So I better make sure I'm ready. I, I just think that like once you're like once they are grouped in like a badger than those themes. I just feel like you're in that groove. That's your mindset. And you just like, you know, I just feel like I get more out of the day that way. You just changed our lives because like <laughs> this, I, I'm like almost speechless. I'm like, okay, well now I need to like use a planner and start doing that immediately. <laughs> like choosing which day is what. So that is so cool. And that is like super useful and like something that I don't think a lot of people maybe even think about doing. So that is great. That's just how my brain works. And I think, and the thing of it is, is like, I've never always done it that way. But then when you start to, hey, let me try. And if it works, it works and you stick with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to kind of always throw ideas at the wall. And I mean, it sounds like you have a really good system set up for you and your family. So speaking of your planner strategy, then that comes down to which which planners do you find work best for you and your family? Personally, I find planners that are simple to work 
best. You know, I don't want it to feel like a chore each and every time I open up my, um, my planner. Like there are planners out there that have so many prompts, questions, and I feel like if I don't answer every single one of those questions each and every time, I feel like a failure. And it's mm -hmm. like those blank spaces just feel like this nagging reminder of like, oh, you've got to do this. It's like homework. And I don't want, I, I want my planner to work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want it to, to, it's a tool. Right. Basically. So I, I feel simple works, works out the best, a straight into the point. I mean, it could even be a notebook and calendar for some people, just, mm -hmm. a, you know, just a, mm -hmm. a simple notebook because really all you want to do is keep track of your to-dos and then work down that list. And at least that way, like when it's on paper, you have something to refer to versus always um, going through your head and forgetting, forgetting about it, having it slip through the cracks. Yeah, I love that because I think that's the reason why planners have never worked for me, at least not in like their most recent past. Um, I think they're just too complicated and it's probably just easier to simplify it, don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love, in fact, I love my simplified planner. So um, that's that's just a planner I'm throwing out there that people are interested into looking into. And it's very, not so overwhelming, I should say. Oh, great. So it's called a simplified planner? Simplified planner. Uh-huh. It's perfect. simplified planner by Emily Lay. Oh, that's perfect. I love the name. So I think it'll, I think it's <laughs> right up our alley for what we need. Uh, speaking of different kinds of planners, are there some kinds of planners that are better for life, family, business, and homeschool planning, like different kind of categories? Or do you not suggest using different kinds of planners for different things? I think it's it's a mixture of like what season of life you're in and just your preference for planners. Um, for example, like when I was in college, I was a student. I was also working. I was also pledging for a sorority. So you can just imagine like how my time was divided and right. how important it was to you know just manage my time so I worked best with an hourly weekly which is more like a an appointment book like oh. at a quick glance you can see the hours like say on the left side you see all the hours broken up and then on the right on the top you'd see like Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday you know it's like a like this grid so at a glance you could see or where your time would be blocked where your availability is where you can squeeze in maybe you know time for homework, time for a study session, you know, as mm -hmm. a college student, like I said. So I think that works best, like as a, as a student, those hourly weeklies. And then there's other planner types too, like dailies, which is a day per page planner. And I think those work great for say business, a business person or a person who just wants to really plan out their day mm -hmm. by the hour. I did mention that I'm a weekly person. I like to see my whole week. I don't have to have my days by the hour. I pretty much know how my day goes. It's like by blocks of time, at least. I don't need to know hour by hour. And then what else is there? Um, I know that like you also do week. like meal planning on your planners. Is there like a oh. certain kind that you use for that? No, for me, I just like to put in my, my weekly planner, just like okay. the meal that I'm having, what I'm having for dinner. I don't get too intense with it. There are some people who dedicate a planner specifically for meal planning and groceries. Right. So they'll put like a list of all the groceries for the week and then like the meals they'll have during the week. Yeah. So you can also like divide. <laughs> I have like a planner, actually like a family planner, which is almost pretty much for all the things. Some people like, it, like you mentioned too, they have a meal planner. I 
have a health and fitness planner where mm-hmm. I like to put my workouts. I like to put like my weight, my blood pressure, keep some personal things in there. Oh, that's, that's a great a idea. Planner that I don't. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that idea. We Stacy, we need <laughs> we need a planner. <laughs> we do. We're behind on this planner thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just love but all I know, these ideas. I know it may sound complicating, um, even though I'm saying like, oh, keep it simple. But I mean, like, I guess once you get a hang of how it is in a planner for all the things, then maybe you can graduate into say, oh, this part of my life can use a planner of its own. And this part of my life can use the planner of its own. Yeah, it's all about creating habits, I think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, um, I'll say it too. Sometimes I may slip on a week or so and I don't feel so great about it, but it happens. Mm -hmm. My question about planning, I guess, is when do you make the time to actually fill out the planner? Like, maybe this is going to sound silly, but do you block out time in your planner to plan? Oh, yeah. So I like to use Sunday as my Sunday prep. Like Sunday is the day that I sit down, I plan out my week, um, we meal prep, my husband and I, we meal prep, mm-hmm. we lay low, we do our laundry, but I dedicate pretty much Sundays as my time to plan. And then like every morning I look at, and the night before I look at like what what's coming up the next day or that, you know, um, so that way I'm ready and there are no surprises. <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah, see, that's another thing that I was struggling with before was even making the time to use a planner. So I, I do like the time. I, I love the idea of blocking out the time to, to kind of collect your thoughts and look ahead and plan ahead because it's probably extremely effective and beneficial to everyone in your family. Yeah, and it pretty much, yes, it does boil down to routine, 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 routine. And then once you like establish like routines and just, um, and these habits, then you start to find yourself getting in this groove. Right. It sounds like that's kind of the key is just getting in that routine of planning. And then it's going to be something that is essential almost in a good way. And you'll just keep doing it. Yeah, like second nature. Uh huh. Exactly. So, how would you say that planning and making this time to plan and looking ahead into the future, how would you say that all that planning has benefited your family's life? So, I said earlier, like all the things, the list on top of lists and appointments and meetings, that's all mental clutter. So, I feel like if my brain isn't in a mental clutter, then it allows me to be more present with my family or present in the moment. You know, like I can be enjoying a meal and not having all these things running across my head. Um, I can enjoy a a TV show or a movie and not, you know, be thinking about other things. So I I feel like if it isn't wandering and sifting through all the things, and again, I just feel like more organized, more at peace, more, more in the moment. That's something that a lot of moms probably struggle with is that, like you're saying, mental clutter, not being present. And all we want to do at the end of the day is just be present with our kids. I think that's all of our goal as moms, you know? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Do you have any suggestions to people who have never really committed to using a planner, what they could do to start, how to make it easy, and where to go from there? I think just just pick up a planner, keep it simple, don't overthink it, don't be afraid to get messy either because I know like some people don't want to like get their planners messy, but I mean, <laughs> mess, a mess on paper is better than in the head. Right. Um, so um, the more you plan, the better you get at it. And I'm still constantly learning and relearning and I'm like assessing, reassessing like ways that my routines can run better. And also like leave room for white space. 
I feel like some people feel like their days just have to be filled with task on top of task. Like if there's a moment in the day, like they can be doing something, but that's not necessarily true. Like take time for yourself to just like rest, relax. Mm -hmm. um, don't feel guilty about that either. So um, be intentional about your time and like don't, don't overcomplicate things. Again, your, your planner is supposed to be your tool. It's not an enemy. And I just feel like the time you put into it will really help you out at the end. So speaking of exactly how you use your planners, I've seen on your beautiful Instagram account at Planner State of Mind, I see you use all these different color pens and highlighters. How, how has that worked for you? So when I use my planner, I like to write in black ink, but I like to color code with highlighters and the highlighters um, pertain to a member of my family. So I've got um, myself, my husband, my two kids, which are my son and my daughter. And so anytime I write something in my planner that say pertains to myself, I have a certain highlighter color and same goes for like my husband or my son, my daughter. So at a glance, I can see like, oh, my son has an appointment. It, it's just, it, it just helps me. Um, so it's not just all in like black ink. I think color coding helps me identify things like at a quick glance. Mm -hmm. That is really cool. I love that idea too. Stacy and I, so just like, I guess a little bit of background information. Stacy and I uh -huh. have like a shared calendar for this, like kids learning for life type projects. And right now we just have one color for it because we don't want it to mix with all of the other colors that we have in our own personal calendars, like on Google. But, um, and we're, we're, there you really, go. yeah, it's nice. But the problem is now we're branching out into so many projects because we have the YouTube channel and we have podcasts and we have stuff for the blog and monthly updates that we send. So we're like, uh -huh. we're really dragging our feet to make it into different colors because oh. it's just going to be so many colors we have to choose from and it's going to mix in with our personal calendar. So I love hearing how people right. kind of um, compartmentalize especially using color because mm -hmm. I think I I think a lot of people respond really well to just looking at a glance at different colors. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, as long as it makes sense to you and it isn't like overcomplicated in your brain, then that's fine. Like sometimes someone may even look at my plan and be like, "Whoa, there's too many colors going on. I don't like that." And it's like, "Well, that's fine, but it works for me." Right. It's all <laughs> and about that what works for you. <laughs> uh exactly. So I guess as we're winding down here, I wanted to introduce our next segment, which is Recommendation of the Week. Our regular listeners know we do this every week with whoever we have on. So, Rochelle, do you have a Recommendation of the Week for our audience? I would recommend, since we are talking about planners, I would definitely recommend the Simplified Planner by Emily Lay. They have planners, uh, daily planners or a weekly planner. Um, they also have a teacher planner and even a wedding planner. Um, something to definitely check out and look at. I do have an affiliate link I can send you guys so you can um, send that to your viewers. But they also, I want to mention, they have their launch coming out on April 14th. And that's when they launch the academic 2021-2022 planners for mm -hmm. that year. So um, that's coming up and it's always exciting because then they launch these like beautiful covers and yeah, it's exciting time. So simplified planner. That sounds so fun. And that sounds like something that would uh, particularly appeal to our audience because we need like academic planner type things. So that sounds perfect. I love to work on the academic year. 
people sometimes struggle like, oh, should I use a calendar year or should I use an academic year? I like to use an academic year because being a mom of two, my children's calendar is my life. Like, I mean, my life goes by their schedule. Right. And I think, Uh yeah, most most moms can probably relate to that. Yeah. And some people, they may like the fresh start, you know, January fresh start. And I mean, that that's fine, too. But um, just a little tip for for moms. Yeah. As a teacher, I I work the same way. Like my life starts in like the end of August and, you know, the year ends in May. And then there's some uh, months unaccounted for that are, (laughs) I don't know how to treat them, but yeah, definitely doing the academic year for myself is super beneficial. Yeah. And I also like um, planning in the summer because I feel it's a lot more slower paced than say the hustle and bustle of the end of the year, you know, December going into January. That is so true. Yeah. December is so crazy. I don't know how people, you know, everyone wants to start fresh on New Year's and it's just like, oh, there's so much going on. But yeah, the summer is a lot more relaxing. Thank you so much for that recommendation of the week, Rochelle. And we are so happy that you decided to join us. Thank you so much again for being here. Oh, thank you for having me, Jenny and Stacey. It was nice to speak to you both. And I hope I was able to help you guys um, with your planning. Thank you again so much to Rochelle for joining us. That was seriously amazing and mind-blowing. Wouldn't you say, Stacy? Yeah, I definitely learned um, her, her tip about the, I think she called it white space or not white noise. I think it was white space. And just being able to like have the time where you can just be doing nothing and not feel guilty about it. Because that's one of the biggest things that I find that I have a hard time with is I have nothing to do, but I know I have like five bajillion things on my to-do list. But sometimes I just need to be sitting and playing Legos with my kiddos, even though I have a hundred other things I could be doing. It's really like, that's something I struggle with. And so just having her say that, like just really reminded me that it's, it's okay to have some blank spaces in your calendar. And I love what she said about you just want, like the whole goal is to make your planner work for you. So you have more time to spend with your family. And I just, I love that. And I'm super duper inspired now. And I'm so ready to get my simplify planner and just start going at it with all the, all the colored ink and highlighters. I love highlighters in planners. It makes me happy. So that's why, again, why, why um, I love her Instagram because it's just so pretty. So if you haven't checked out planner state of mind, Instagram, definitely check her out there. Um, It's just a beautiful thing to follow and to get more inspiration. And one thing we wanted to mention about Rochelle is that we've actually been connected with her for a while, or at least Kids Learning for Life has, because she was one of these early people who was using our toddler and preschool curriculum and like tagging us in posts and putting it in her Instagram stories. So we have just always really appreciated that support. And we just love seeing, you know, visible samples of what people are doing with the stuff that Stacy's created. So I highly encourage checking out her Instagram and just going and supporting her in any way because she just does great stuff. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us this week on our podcast. Don't forget to like, rate, review our... <laughs> what, what do you do? We're not things? on YouTube, Stacey. Um, well, I mean, I guess people rate, can... <laughs> review and subscribe. 
feel subscribe, free. rate, and review. It's different on every platform. I mean, I guess people can make the choice to like our podcast just within their own mind, but I don't know if that's necessarily a, a, a feature. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Stacy's like, um, Stacy's all telepathically about like our podcast. <laughs> we we receive the good vibes and we love it. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, on, if you're on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, follow our podcast. We upload every week. So we are excited to continue with this podcast journey. And we are so excited that you are along on the journey with us. See you next time. See you next time. (laughs) Hang on. Let me say that again. (laughs) See you next time. See, we need a a new sign off. Because when I edit that see you next time, you have to listen to it. Because it sounds so silly.